0: Welcome back to this Monday edition of the Brian Snow Show, and there's one thing that I am a big advocate for, and that is mental health. Suffering through depression, suffering through mental health issues, I've run into some great friends lately, including this one. We'll go to London, Ontario, and I welcome Larissa Mills of the Mental Game Academy to the program. Good afternoon, my dear. Good to have you.
1: Hey. Hey, I'm so excited to to meet you. I I, I thought we were going to do our like sweet chat and then get in here.
0: <laughs> well, um, surprise!
1: <laughs> I know I like this better.
0: <laughs> good, good, very good. So you're in uh, London, Ontario, correct? Yes. All yep, right, Canada. Tell me about the Mental Game Academy. How did that? How did that come about for you?
1: Well, that, that is a long story, but I'll give you the very short version. <laughs> um, I started to see a lot of athletes coordinated. They were tired. They were moody. They were lippy. I'm like, what is going yep. on here? And in the classroom, when I was a teacher, I started to see they were always on their phones and they weren't. And I'm like, no, I banned the phones from my classroom. And then I got attention. And then I got focus. Mm-hmm. And then I got respect. Mm-hmm. And then I got energy. And then I thought, OK, well, but now I'm seeing parents change and now I'm seeing coaches change. Now I'm seeing the right. whole sports culture is changing and, and there are multi-layered issues here. But so then I thought, yes. well, as I'm coaching the kids, they're not as resilient. They're not as emotionally intelligent. They're all over the place with their moods. They can't control their emotion and they can't seem to find their their hit spot where they want it like their itch. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like, yeah, I'd rather go home on TikTok. So I'm like, okay, not happening on my watch. Right. And let's start equipping these kids with steps to mental wellness and mental skills. So we equip them with different tools psychologically so that they can become resilient, so that they feel confident, so they know how to handle social situations, so they can communicate so they can socialize and learn how to be a friend again. Not like the 80s where we all knew how to be friends. Right. Now we just yeah. cut each other out of Snapchat groups and we don't know how to be friends,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: So I wrote a program essentially that we teach to teams sport teams. We do it one-on-one or in groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or we teach it to leagues, like whole entire leagues. Um, or we do camps. So that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just growing. And it's growing exponentially because there's just so much. Right?
0: What made you come up with the name? What made you come up with the name Mental Game Academy?
1: Well, my one friend's like, can you build me a school? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm not so good with my saw, but I know what he meant. I know what he meant, like online. And he's like, well, I know that you're working with other sports teams and they're doing really well with this information and they're really learning the application and they're functioning better with it. Because we know that by the pro level, here's the sad part, Brian. By the pro level, when you're in football, baseball, basketball, whichever, there is a higher percentage, actually, that you're going to leave with a behavioral issue, a mental wellness issue, mm-hmm. or an addiction. That's yes. not a hot, that's not, those are not good outcomes.
0: No. No, they're right?
1: not. Right? Yeah. But that's how I came up with, so it's mental game. I wanted them to have better mental game for life, for careers, for sports, and then I kind of put it as a, an academy, like a school.
0: Ryan McCarthy joins us from New York, and he has a question for Larissa, and it goes like this. Do you think social media has a lot to do with the moodiness and irritability of these student-athletes?
1: 100 percent. Thank you so much for asking. Now we have evidence through two or three of the world-renowned neurologists that we know that children who watch more than two hours of video a day are now becoming delayed in their linguistic part of their brain, which is actually back here. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to cope or manage. But here's the worst, here's something even more grim. We're actually seeing early dementia
0: in oh. 25 year olds. Oh my. Wow. Because
1: our brains, I didn't know this. Our brains need to talk all day. Yeah. That's how we that's how we ward off dementia is talking. Yeah. And yeah. how we connect and how, right? So here I am looking at the social media, not only uh Um, thanks for your question. Not only does social media affect our psychological development, we haven't even developed our brains yet. And we're giving these kids different methods of seeing things that are inappropriate beyond their maturity level. Yes. They can't cope. So they break down, then they break down. And so I call it the continuous toilet bowl flush. They're sitting here in this negative, negative world and they have nothing positive in their mental skills to pull them out, and we need parents to be helping support this at home uh, with their Mm -hmm. mental skills, with reducing phone time and also reducing their phone time. We've let phones come so far, we didn't quite realize the damage that they were causing until now.
0: Larissa Mills from the Mental Game Academy joining me. And again, thank you, Ryan, for the question. If there are any more questions, put them in the chat and uh, we'll try to get to them within the time allotted. You know, social media, since the advent of social media, which was at the tail end of the 20th century and on into the 21st century when it exploded yeah, has done more harm than good. And I can tell from, I can tell you from a person that has dealt with depression in many ways, still deal with depression. Yeah. Some of these folks cannot tell you what their triggers are. I can tell you my two major triggers, the loss of my dad to cancer and the loss of my daughter. I can tell you those are my two main, my, my two main triggers. And I say, and I say main triggers because before I met my wife or before I married my wife, she gave me a condition that I get in to see to, that I get in to see a doctor. And I said, I can do that. Since then, Jody has helped me. My friends have helped me, you know, get that connection back, go connect back going again. And a mental situation that's really messed. That's really messed with me. I had to be pancreatic cancer. Wow, I did it through I did it through surgery. Still getting my body back in shape, but there's a lot of kids that are out there now that go through traumatic situations and they're
1: not prepared. They're,
0: they're simply, not ready. They're not
1: preparing our children for today's harsher, harsher world. Exactly. I never knew that when I I have three kids, right? Mm-hmm. I never knew that when I had kids that this would be the world. I thought, I, thought I, li- I I grew up, I'm a 73. I thought growing up in the 80s rocked. I thought things were yep. fun. I thought my kids would grow up in that era with that mentality, with that value system of etiquette, respect. Like I really teach our athletes about etiquette and respect. No one's, no one's named by their first name in our facility. It's right. all Coach Mills, Coach mm-hmm. Vellante, Coach Harley. It's because we want them to address, there is an authoritative figure in the room. Yes. And we are showing you mentorship and leadership and love and trust, but they have to respect adults. Mm -hmm. Right. And it does come from how you're raised. Uh, My kids are not allowed to call anybody. They shouldn't be (laughs) by their first name. It should be Mr. Smith. Right. So, Mm -hmm.
0: sir, ma'am, did it for me, for my parents and my grandparents.
1: I love that. That's
0: the way. That's the way I am today. Just turned 50 last summer. That's the way I am. And it surprised uh Jody, my wife, when I raced up and opened the door for her the first time. And you know, for her not for her not having that, and some of the uh, uh some of the women not seeing that in in relationships, it shocks the daylights out of them. I'm speaking from experience, you know, with my wife. it shocks it shocks the daylights out of them when those old school yeah
2: totally. when those
0: old school mentalities and those old school habits
2: mm-hmm.
0: are thrown at you. Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking and going, "What? You actually do that?" Well, yeah, I do well, all I the time.
1: This, Brian, don't, like, don't you think that in the last two decades, primarily, we have seen a complete lowering of the bar of expectation, yes, yes. education, healthcare, values. And as soon as we just reestimate and reevaluate our value system, healthcare and education should be working together to prepare our young ones.
0: Forget lowering right. the bar. It's, actually, it's, it's, a, it's an all-out plummet. It's an all-out yeah. plummet from the time yeah. that you and I grew up. I was born in 1972 through the 80s and through the 90s. And since the... Mm-hmm. I will always identify the year 1995 oh, as yeah? the, the year the world kind of shifted and started become more electronic. Because since then...
1: Uh, yeah, okay, that's all right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will always so identify then, 1995 as the way every as the year that everything shifted, at least for me.
1: Yeah, in 2007 is when Apple came out, the yes.
0: iPhone. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So, mm-hmm. if we're looking at, here's a disgusting fact. So, we analyze the Australian, Canadian, American, and British Pediatric Association information that comes out. It's free for everyone to look at. Yep. And you average the amount of time kids are on phones versus 30 oh, years God. ago. Okay, right? which is yeah. non-existent, zero. Yeah they were they were talking which is actually better for their brain the talking yep. of the phone you know and i'm not saying we need to completely ban phones at home but i think i think we're now we're seeing that healthcare simply can't handle us having this much tech yes um and if by 16 years old, children have been on phones for 13,000 hours mm. that is more than a a lawyer becomes a judge, then a brain surgeon needs to become a brain surgeon, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're looking at, we're looking at half of their lives being spent on screens instead of in front of real connected humans. Yes. And that's where we're falling apart in society.
0: Larissa Mills from the mental game Academy joining me here on the program to kick off our week. And uh, again, I'll say it again. It's been a flat out plummet part one, part two, technology and social media have had a major okay. influence, and major is an understatement. But the mm-hmm. third thing is, and you said it earlier, and I want to touch on this again: the ill preparedness of today's society on how to handle mm-hmm. harsh situations. Very be it with that health, be it with society, be it with your family situation, anything. It would in many and in many cases. Men have been told from then to now to just push it down and yep. keep going. All right. Yep. I know I have been told that many years. Mm-hmm. I'm still told that on many occasions.
1: I, it's still happening everywhere. Yes. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, it is. Although and-
1: I'm seeing the bright side. Today, I was part of some where I saw a real shift in England with sports and basketball and pro basketball player, Kofi Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working on a huge initiative. That will also be part of um, their mental health basketball charter. And we're trying to bring that basketball charter here to Canada. We're trying to expand it to different sports so that it will always be here and ingrained to educate the kids first, personally, and then they can excel at their sport. You can't have it any other way. Any professional athlete will tell you, if you're not okay up here, you're not going to perform well.
0: And I want to bring part of that to play-by-play broadcasting. I've been in oh, a, yeah. I've been a broadcaster for 20 some odd years. Mm-hmm. That is always, I can tell you, especially lately, that has always been my struggle. Because mm-hmm. the last two times I went on assignment, I was so physically dehydrated
2: mm-hmm.
0: that it shorted me out. Yeah. It shorted it, it shorted me out. And it has messed with me mentally. Yeah. And yeah. taking time away from it just to, to power down. And take a look at everything, you know, with my wife and I making plans for the future, it has really allowed me to, you know, really shift things and look at things. We got a question for you. Uh, Nathan Ramanshadra says, what are some ways that we can prevent kids to be on being on the phone and video games to play outside with friends and have fun?
1: Oh well, I got a million. Uh, one thing you can do is go to my uh, Larissa underscore I Parent Jen on Instagram or on mm-hmm. Mental Ga- or on uh, Facebook. But there, I'm going to give you three things. The one thing is when you're looking at getting a phone, you have to ask your family. Are right, is your family ready? Because this changes behavior. Oh this yeah, changes habits, sleep, and it actually makes parenting harder mm-hmm. than, when phones are introduced. Now I have three kids and I've been introduced. My dad was like, don't bring those phones in the house with the kids. My dad didn't know how to, my dad didn't know what to do. He's like, this right. is going to be, the, this is the kiss of death, something. And he's like, but you're going to have to balance those out. Cause I, I had a very young aspiring, like she was a really competitive athlete, a swimmer. So mm-hmm. we had, to, so I put a on their phone. She didn't have a phone. She actually had to go out and buy her own. Right. Um, she had an iPad. So we put control apps. Mm-hmm. so that I knew what browsers and things she was doing on it secondly I could control and most importantly let's put them on a phone routine which right. is a deal routine mm-hmm. so I know that you can be on your phone never in your room never right. off the second floor alarm clocks remain in their room all of our athletes have alarms in their room yep. um and they get an an hour of phones now, if you're looking mm-hmm. at gaming, that's the same thing. So yes. there's several different like apps out there that you can find that go with your provider. They're mm-hmm. probably free. And a lot of our athletes, I really support the parents in putting a support app, a control app, on how long they can game. Right. Because I have athletes that are trying to make it into NHL or NFL, whatever it is, and they're up to 1 a.m. gaming. And I'm like, well, you have to get up for a 6 a.m. workout. So this isn't going to – this. Is Isn't gonna work. Mm -hmm. This is your brain. When when our brains go on tech, I always give my athletes a little um uh exercise. You take a pop, and every time you want to touch your phone, or you're touching your phone, I want you to shake it. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
1: at the end of the day, after you've shaken it 170 times, I dare you to open it in your house. But that's what our brains and our nervous systems do when dopamine and cortisol keep going into the brain because when we look at our phone that's what we get that's the brain chemistry it's yeah. much like just taking a hit of cocaine
2: mm-hmm. we're
1: giving them something with so many different criminal <laughs> methods on here right like we aren't training them how to use it and we're not guarding them we're not watching them we wonder why oh can you go take the garbage out and they're like what 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 okay whatever and they go mm-hmm. back because they haven't yeah. been able to get out of their I call it the, the phone zone mm-hmm. and it's really the dopamine fix. I have to actually go, okay, I've asked you to do this. I'm going to, I go up to them. I put their phone down. Can you go put out the, the garbage when you're done your phone time, please? And they'll be like, yeah, okay. And they go do it. And then they're on their way. And we're, we're really at a sport every different night, but I don't want them to be glued to it because I want them to know that I, I love them first as a person and I want them to see their own self worth. So we teach our athletes confidence. Mm-hmm. How how you can't just tell them you're confident. You have to teach them how to feel confident, right? And how to feel resilient, and that's really important today. And parents, that you're your kids' number one supporter, and if you want them to be happy and successful, it all comes from you.
0: Lauren Russell from She Got Sports, so a very dear friend of mine. I'm hoping to uh, get her back on the program. She said she asks, "How do you control using your phone when you need it for work, but don't want to?" fall into the social media scrolling after picking up your phone. That's a question I want to ask also.
1: Um that's a great question. Um thank you. Um we actually tell I coach professional women coaches. So what we do is I tell them to actually set specific times for their phone time. A time where you can go on social media, but we have to ask ourselves is it really which social media can we go without? So let's reduce a few apps. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I put myself on a limit of Facebook for two minutes a day, Instagram, and I think it's a total of 10. I'm allowed Mm -hmm. myself because after actually here's a new thing. After 30 scrolls, you're seeing the same material.
0: Yes. Yes. Say that again, please. Say that again, please.
1: So after approximately debating on, I mean, TikTok, I really want to talk about TikTok, but I'll say this again. After 30 scrolls, you're pretty much renewing your content. Yeah. And, and just go in and check your, your if someone's messaged you. Um, I, I'm in that same boat, but I tried to put all of my, I, I had a coach teach me how to put everything on my laptop and there's mm-hmm. no social media on my laptop.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: so when I want to work, work yeah, and I too. want to be productive because I want time to myself, I want to go for a walk with my friends. I want to go to the gym. Um, I want to go walk my dog, um, mm-hmm. and and I'm, we're also traveling for for different sports camps. I want to be able to have it myself. So if I don't work efficiently, most right. adults are misusing twenty five hours a week on social media, and they could be putting it back into their bodies, yes, their mind, and their families. Uh,
0: so, Nathan uh, Ramanchandra, also, what can all sports do to keep athletes safe where families don't have to worry? Uh, That much. And he made a reference to the uh, DeMar Hamlin situation. And with DeMar Hamlin, it's a great story. And he's made a remarkable, he's made a remarkable recovery. But here's where I want to touch uh, social media. The fellow that he played against, T. Higgins, made a routine tackle. Clean. Very good. Thank you. Made a clean tackle. And yet he got
1: So what happened to him, though, was a medical anomaly. It doesn't happen that often. Right. Um, And and it can happen for, right? I'm not a physician. My husband is. But he was explaining it to me and how Mm -hmm. it's kind of like someone just punched a circuit board and it lights out. Yes. And it doesn't happen. It can just be the way and angle. One in a million. This will happen to. And it did happen to someone else actually here in my own city. Yeah. And, um, with very good CPR, it is survivable, but everyone needs to learn CPR. Uh, to go back to his question. Do you mean, I just, can you clarify, do you mean like if the social media is up and younger children are reading this? Yes. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, children shouldn't have social media under 14. I, I don't even think children should be on social media because their brains, not just their brains. Okay. Let's define what their brains are. Their tools to understand what half-naked women are on TikTok and nude photos, inappropriate photos Mm -hmm. and bullying and cyberbullying, do they really understand all of what they're seeing? Because I'm telling you after 10 o'clock, they're not looking at anything good. No. Right, right. It's kind of like for us after midnight. There's Mm -hmm. nothing really good happening after midnight, right? Mm -hmm. So when we examine the child development scale, I, I don't even know if I'm able to look at social media. Like am I, I'm not happy on it. So no. I actually get rid of it. I really don't go on it that much on my business. I, I go through a back backend um, loader. So mm-hmm. I don't have to go on. Good. Right.
0: One, that's one thing I'm, I'm doing more of now when I post I the we, podcast. This from we have
1: to. Our society needs us all to just reduce and to, yeah. to, to be outside more because you know what? Seven hours a day on a phone. There's a reason why obesity is now climbing and killing children.
0: Yep, and it's conti- it's continuing to climb. When I I, I started to practice today, Um, when I'm done with all with all my shows, I do not touch social media for two hours because I'm working Excellent. on
1: your brain um, has to calm down, right, Brian? Yeah. Like your brain. Actually, it's not your so it's your nervous system. Mm-hmm. And your nervous system on phones. Just does this all day, and that's why we get agitated, and that's why athletes who have been traveling when they get off the buses are like, "Okay, I'm done. I just feel totally drained. How am I going to go right. play? How am I going to go execute?" And they're done. They're fried. So they're, we're actually, fried. creating burnout.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm so I'm, I'm so happy when I traveled with the kids. When I travel, when I covered uh, Trinity International up in uh, Deerfield, Illinois, right. I put on music.
1: Oh, perfect! I Love let- it.
0: I slept for most for most of the trip. We slept for most of the trip.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, there was no way I was get uh, I was getting on social media. One more question, then we have to go to yeah. a break.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, question is: Are kids being taught first aid in school nowadays, or basic safety for that matter? I can partially answer that question. No, because we got taught that when I was growing. We got taught that when I was growing up, and I've certified three times doing CPR when I when I worked in group homes. I'm going to recertify again. <laughs> before i leave the state of indiana just to make sure that i have that knowledge and seeing that Damar hamlin situation but that's one of the basic things i mean we had we didn't have we do that.
1: here we do here good, good. Um, in canada and i don't know the different there's like different levels they'll receive um yeah. i do believe that we should as a society make every kid get their lifeguarding or make yes. every kid get a certain level of their bronze medallion so that if they're in the lake if they're in a the river if they're anywhere where the kids are goofing off, which there's the most kids are in the rooms now. um, But if they're ever in a situation where they see kids in trouble or adults, they can feel confident with the CPR techniques and the unconscious, conscious choking victim and unconscious victim. Right. Um, I'm more concerned about the daily exposure that kids are getting to screens and not playing. Yep. Playing actually is the number one way children learn.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Bonus question. Yeah. Uh, and I can partially answer this. How do you keep social media use productive and avoid distractions? When posting on social media is is your job? If y'all haven't checked out, she got sports. She's got some great content. Please go check it out.
1: I'd love to go meet her. Yeah, go, yeah,
0: Lauren Russ, Lauren Russell is her name. Big time Giants fan, and like I said, a very dear Ooh. friend of mine. And that is a that is a wonderful question. You know, one thing I do, I when I know I have to post on social media because it is my job as a broadcaster to get people to come into the yeah. come into the program.
2: Yeah.
0: When I'm producing content and i've started getting back into this practice audiobooks mm-hmm. i use audiobooks and that's something my wife got me hooked on when we first met you know i'll plug in a murder mystery series or another mm-hmm. or another series i'll use that to like distract me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and keep me focused on okay. what i have to do because yeah. i've got yeah. three shows i got to post produce and like i said i'm not going to yeah. touch social media for 2 hours until so i'm ready to post everything
1: i think if I'm posting for work and I have to go in because I check messages because we get clients, new clients in there every day. Yes. So I, I go in and I check only the messages. I don't know if this is helping you. And when I post, I post to edit like it's a work of art. Right. Hopefully there's no errors because I don't have my glasses on all the time. I think everybody knows me. Know I usually have to go. I try my best. Now I'm actually having someone do our social media for and then in the next bit. But making sure. That you treat it like work because social media, when you treat it like entertainment, becomes dangerous.
0: Yes, yes, right.
1: If you treat it like the work it is, not the entertainment, it will drain you. Yes, it will drain your energy. You will com- start comparativism, you will start draining yourself and saying, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not good enough. Look at depression, you will set
0: drain. in almost immediately.
1: Usually, okay. isolation. And usually anxiety because it spikes your heart rate. Yes. Like, like every time you touch your phone, it actually spikes your heart rate. Yes. So that's not good either. So no, it's really there's nothing much good medically coming out of phones. And more and more new medical evidence is coming out through the pediatric associations.
0: Yeah. Oh man. This has been a wonderful, wonderful oh, conversation. Larissa Mills. Know, and, more. <laughs> Larissa, I'll have. What? Can you come back on next week and we'll continue this? Because I'd love to have you back. I got a thumbs up.
1: There's a whole other adult-oriented um, um, topic that we can cover, right? To help yeah. kids,
0: to help coaches. We'll do that next. We'll do that next Monday. Right on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll make sure I get you all the right. information and I'll send you this interview so we oh, both perfect. can love cut it. Up and up and- keep
1: doing what you're doing, Brian. And if there's anyone who has any questions. Go to uh, the Mental Game Academy on Instagram.
0: Thank you, Larissa. Thank right. you very, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.